Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. Hope your week is off to an incredible start. I am recording this on a Friday, and I just got back from a two-day business mastermind all about scaling and growing your business. It was so incredible. It was here in Toronto, and I stayed in a hotel downtown for for the two days. And you know how that goes when you are not sleeping in your bed and you're in a hotel and you have like really long days. So let's just say I was really tired by the end of it. And I had a 10 hour sleep last night. So I feel so good and rejuvenated. And it is so amazing what a good night's sleep can really do for you. So I am so excited to be back in my bed. And it was an amazing two day event. Learned so many new strategies to implement into my business and not just my business, but, you know, for myself personally and with my schedule. And one of the things that we talked about a lot was, really organizing your schedule in terms of free days and focus days and having buffer days. And that was a really big kind of aha moment for me. And even, you know, scheduling your vacations like a year out, which is something I don't do. And it's something we're going through right now. Okay, Tan and I, you know, we're trying to plan a vacation for September. And because we are scheduling this in like, you know, six to eight weeks out, it's so challenging because I already have things booked into our content calendar and in the fall. So this is why scheduling is so important. So I'm recognizing how I really do need to schedule my vacations way in advance because it can really start to, especially as an entrepreneur, you know, and a business owner, when you have things planned already in your schedule and then you try to add in a vacation in there, it doesn't work that way, right? So you want to plan... And this can be hard for entrepreneurs that are listening, but you really want to plan your business around your vacation, around your time off, around your free days, book all of that in first, and then schedule your work around that because the chances of you taking that free day or taking that vacation become slimmer and slimmer as the time goes on and you were like in the zone of your work. So you got to schedule those in ahead of time in advance. And that is definitely something I'm going to start working on. So those were just some of the things that I took away. I mean, there's so, so many things from a content perspective and a marketing perspective and just being able to network and reconnect with some friends who I hadn't seen in a while. It was a really great two days. So yeah, it was really great. And it was also a nice way to get myself out of my routine because I'm at home a lot. I'm working behind the computer a lot. And it was just a nice kind of break in my routine and my schedule to get out of the house and go do something new and different. So I highly recommend that if you are listening to this and you feel like you're stuck in your routine and there's been things that you're telling yourself that you want to go do, but you just don't do them you got to go do them. Book in, you know, a couple of days to get away and mix up your routine and go connect with friends and go make new friends and go network and just really get out there. It's so, so, so important. I think we can get so caught up in our work and in our everyday life and our routine. And, you know, we end up missing out on so many important connections and relationships because of that. So I highly recommend you do that. 
So before we dive into today's episode, which is a Q&A episode, I have so much I want to share with you guys because we've got lots going on over here. So number one, if you are listening to this in real time on July 30th, well, this is going to be our last episode of the summer, okay? Not forever, just of the summer. I am taking August off from podcasting, so there will be no episodes released in August, but we'll be back in September, and I'm so excited. Lots of new episodes, lots of amazing new interviews, so stay tuned for that, but definitely just wanting to take time off and step away and recoup my creative energy. I think that's really, really important. You know, when you're working all the time, you tend to like lose some of your creative energy and your momentum. So it's so important to take time off. So that's what I'm doing for August. So don't worry, we will be back. And secondly, we have introduced the Dutch test program in our clinic now, in our virtual online clinic. So wherever you are in the world, we are now putting a Dutch program together. So if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Dutch test, the hormone test. And this is the test that I speak about often. It is by far one of the best hormone tests available. It's a dried urine test. And you are basically peeing on these different strips over a 12-hour period. You are letting the strips dry and then you mail them in. And basically what this is doing is we can then test Well, the lab, the clinic will then assess all of your hormones, your sex hormones, as well as your cortisol and your melatonin, but it can also help to break down and look at your hormone metabolites, which is really key. You know, we have different types of hormone metabolites and especially with estrogen, there are different forms of estrogen in your body. And we have some very neutral estrogens, but we also have some sort of bad estrogens, I guess you can say. And they can be more problematic and they can also be some of the estrogens that are leading to these estrogen dominant type cancers like ovarian cancer or breast cancer. So you really want to see how well your body is metabolizing and breaking down these different estrogens. And it's just a wonderful test. It's super thorough. And I feel that every woman should really do the Dutch test. And it will really help to give you insights into what's going on with your symptoms, what's going on hormonally. And from there, you can then get a more strategic protocol nutritionally and with supplements as to what you you know strategically need to address with your hormones. So we've got our Dutch hormone package, which is now available. So if anyone is interested in that, just send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca and let me know what this encompasses is your Dutch test itself that we will ship out to you. And then you will have a consult, well, numerous consults with our naturopath who's here on our team and she will help to interpret your Dutch test. You will also have two different follow-ups with her, and then you will also have a consultation with myself so that we can go over the food and nutrition part and really look at the foods that you either need to include or exclude to really support this hormone profile that we see in your Dutch test. So really excited for that. So again, if you're interested, just send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca, and we can hop on a call and chat about your health history and also about the Dutch test package and what that actually looks like and see if you're the right fit and 
really excited for that because we've got a lot of women reaching out who are confused and who are overwhelmed and who are really looking for hormone support. And one of the best things you can really do for yourself is get the Dutch test and then really implement some strategic protocols around that. So really excited for that. And then thirdly, we've got our summer sale going on right now, which I'm really excited for. Many of you always reach out about recipes and meal plans and what to eat and what not to eat and how to support your hormones and weight loss and all of that. So one of the best things that we really do over here at Holistic Wellness is design meal plans. I mean, there's so many nutritionists who do not love doing meal planning and I can get why, like it can be really time consuming and all of that, but I love recipes. You know, recipe development is such a creative outlet for me, which is why I'm so excited for my upcoming book because I love the recipes in that book and can't wait for you guys to start cooking them up. And so, you know, recipes they're the foundation of everything. You know, your food, your nutrition is the foundation of everything when it comes to your hormones and when it comes to your health. And if you can just eat the best quality food and you can eat an anti-inflammatory diet and one that is supporting your brain, your heart, your liver, your hormones, your detox, your gut, you know, gut pathways, all of that, then you are going to feel incredible. And food can be so, so healing. So all of our eBooks and our meal plans and our programs are on sale right now. So we've got our seven-day ketogenic meal plan. If you're interested to diving into a more high-fat, low-carb approach and really want some support from a weight loss perspective, then that's going to be a great little reset program that you can dive into at seven days. Lots of delicious recipes and will give you a, I guess, sort of taste of what it's like to dive into a ketogenic diet. And then we've got our 21-day clean, lean, and green program. This one's my favorite because it is 21 days. So getting people to implement habits for you know a longer amount of time is going to be amazing for your hormonal health, for your energy, for your sleep. We've had many women go through our 21-day program and it's just delicious and it's loaded with three weeks of recipes, tons of recipes to choose from, vegetarian and paleo. And even if you feel like you just need recipe inspiration, you know, maybe you have kids and you have a big family you need to feed and you're just looking for healthy recipes and inspiration for your family that is healthy and still delicious and is not going to feel like you are deprived, then definitely check out the 21 Day Clean, Lean and Green program. We also have our gut healing meal plan. So if you're dealing with more, you know, gut and digestive issues and constipation and gas and bloating, then definitely the seven-day gut healing meal plan will be great for you. And then our how to ditch the birth control guide is also on sale. So if you are currently on the pill and you want to transition off, this guide is going to give you the step-by-step strategy and protocol to doing that efficiently and effectively. So there's a full-on supplement protocol in there with dosages and brands and everything of how you need to replace all the nutrient deficiencies that come with being on the pill, how to really transition off, which in turn is going to support your hormonal health, your ovaries, it's going to help bring back your cycle, and it's also going to help with fertility. So if you're dealing with any of that and you need some support coming off the pill, or maybe you've recently come off the pill and you're finding there's a lot of issues you're going through with PMS and your cycle and irregularity, then definitely check out the birth control pill guide. So you can find all of these guides and eBooks and meal plans over on our shop page. The URL is shop.holisticwellness.ca. So head on over there and use the coupon code SAVE20 to save 20% off all of the eBooks and the guides and the meal plans. And 
The discount is available until August 2nd, so until the end of this week. So definitely head on over there and scoop up some of your eBooks and then you just get them delivered right away so you can dive in right away because it's all digital. So yeah, so really excited for our summer sale. And we also have our Clean Beauty You program. Love this program. It's our six-week online program and it's a blend of beauty care and detoxification. So I'm really teaching you how to beautify your skin from the inside out. We talk all about liver detoxification, gut health, skin health, hair care, dental care, and body care, and all how to manage and support these different areas naturally and holistically. This is a fully loaded program. So there are guest expert interviews. There are also 10 DIY beauty care videos. So I'm really teaching you how to make all your own beauty care products at home. And there's an eating for beauty recipe book, which is so delicious. And everything that you need to really support your body head to toe from a beauty care perspective and not having to invest hundreds of dollars into nonsense, synthetic, garbage, toxic products. We don't want to do that because that alone will cause estrogen dominance and it will also cause a lot of issues from a toxicity standpoint. So I'm really excited for the Clean BDU program. So, so much to share with you guys today and that URL, if you want to go check out that program, that program is now 50% off. You can head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash clean beauty you. And that's the letter U. We will put all of this in our show notes for today. And to access the show notes, just head on over to the website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 71. And you can grab all of today's show notes and all the links and everything will be there so that you can check out all of the discounts and everything that we've got going on. So really excited for that. And oh yeah, there's one more thing. Oh my God, one more thing to share. And then I promise we're getting into Q&A. So We've got our Holistic Wellness Business Mentorship Program that is launching in September. It's the second round. It's our three-month mentorship program, and it is probably one of the greatest things that I've ever gotten to teach because I am an entrepreneur. I've been able to grow an amazing multiple six-figure business, and I love marketing, and I love supporting and teaching other women to be able to stand powerfully on their own, make an incredible living doing what they love and being able to really pull back the curtain and share what I have done to get to this point. And it has been quite a process and there's been so many ups and downs and it's not easy and it has moments of ease and it has moments of breakdowns and amazing big breakthroughs and I wouldn't change it for a thing. And I really am so excited to guide women through my three-month program. It's a mix of group coaching with personalized one-on-one coaching. And we're really going to build the foundation of your business so you can have incredible success. This is not a get rich in six weeks. This is you know, not a become a millionaire overnight. That's not what this is about. This is legitimately about building a foundation for your business and being able to show up powerfully for your clients, become an incredible coach and have bold conversations with your clients and to really create lasting and impactful transformation. And I'm really, really excited to share that all with you. So if you're listening to this and you're an online service provider and you're a health coach and you need support in building, growing, and creating your online business, then head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash 
biz list, B-I-Z-L-I-S-T. Okay. Biz list. Join us on the list there and you will get all of the details about our upcoming program for September. We are starting enrollment now and I only take on 10 students. It's a small personalized, customized group coaching program with a really high level coaching support. So it's just a small group and it allows me to work with you guys one-on-one, which is so exciting. So the amazing testimonials coming out of this round, because we are finishing off our first round right now, and it's just been incredible. It's been so amazing. I can't wait to share the testimonials with you guys of women who are finally stepping into their power and sharing their message and sharing it in an amazing, beautiful, authentic way. And they're growing their business and they're making money and they're being able to leave their nine to five jobs. And it's so beautiful. So I'm so excited to be a part of that journey for you guys. And again, that URL, if you're interested and you want to learn more about it is holisticwellness.ca forward slash biz list. Okay. That is all that is all that all the goodness that I had to share with you guys and the discounts and the specials and all the stuff that's coming up and the reason I wanted to take all that time and share it was because I won't be chatting with you in August but I'll be chatting with you in social media land so if you're over on Instagram you can come hang out with me on my page there at holistic wellness foodie and you can always send me DMs there and connect with me there and I'll be sharing all kinds of juiciness throughout the August month and letting you know about, you know, all the goodness that we've got going on. So, okay, so that is that, guys. Let's dive into our episode today. Officially dive in. We've got some Q&As that have come in. We got lots of Q&As that always come in and sometimes you guys email them or you share them with me over on Instagram or you submit them through my website. So, there's always multiple ways to send over your questions if you want one of your questions to be on our future episode. And so, today, We've got how many questions? I think we've got four questions today. So question number one, let's get started. This question comes from Emily. And her question is, I'm so conflicted with all the diet dogma that is out there. Sometimes I think I should be vegan. Sometimes I feel I should be paleo. What do you recommend and how do I best navigate this? Okay, this is a really great question because Emily, I can tell you, you're not the only one thinking this. And it can be so confusing when we are being bombarded every single day between, you know, social media or TV and books and all kinds of things telling us how we should be eating. And here's the thing. Nobody knows how you should be eating, only you. You need to tune into your body and only you know what is right for you. And this comes with experimentation. So I can share from my personal experience, you know, I've tried all of the things. I've tried raw diets, macrobiotic. I was vegan for a while. Then I moved to vegetarian. And my area of weakness has always been my digestion and my gut health. So because of that, being on a vegan diet and a vegetarian diet where I was very grain heavy and you know beans and legumes heavy, I had a ton of digestive issues. I had a really hard time breaking down those foods. And I felt very, very sluggish. And listen, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that you should not eat vegan and vegetarian. That's not what I'm saying. It's just if you are going to do it, you have to make sure you are eating variety, that you're not just relying on grains and beans and legumes, that you have variety in your diet, that you are including a ton of vegetables, that you are including a lot of fruits. You're trying to include a lot of variety with your protein sources and getting in those healthy fats. So 
There's not one right or wrong answer here. It really comes down to what makes the most sense for you and how you feel best. And nobody is going to be able to tell you that. Now, working with a nutritionist, we will be able to help uncover deficiencies that are going on. I can take a look at somebody's food journal, for example, and I can plug in the gaps as to where they're maybe not eating enough or they're eliminating one food group too much or they're including one food group too much, right? You know, as a nutritionist, this is where our specialty lies. I can really look at somebody's lifestyle and stress or hormone picture and your food journal and really get this high level view of what you're missing and and how to fill in the gap. Now, there are many times where I've had vegans come into my coaching programs and work with me one-on-one And listen, they're not feeling great. And so we try to introduce a little bit of animal protein or animal fats, and they start to feel better. And then vice versa. We have other people who come into our programs and work with me and my team, and maybe they're more paleo heavy, but they're actually not eating enough plant-based. So it all is individual. It really, really is so individual. And at the end of the day, what we want to focus on overall is making sure we're just getting rid of the quote unquote bad guys, is getting the gluten out, getting the dairy out, getting the sugar out, getting out those vegetable oils, which are highly inflammatory, and focusing on real whole food as much as possible. And from there, then you can dive in a little bit deeper and see What foods make you feel your best? So for me, I know that if I eat and if I'm too grain heavy, then I feel really lethargic and tired and slow and it really slows down my digestion as well. Obviously sugar, right? If I eat a little bit too much sugar and go a little bit overboard, I find I get like headaches and migraines. I feel, again, very bloated, very full. It impacts my digestion, gut health, all of that. So those are the things you definitely want to focus on is just eliminating those and then Again, it's just so individual. So if you've been feel, if maybe you're vegan right now and you feel like you might need some protein, some animal proteins or animal fats, try it on. That's the only way you're going to know if it really works for you is by experimenting and being gentle with yourself and being kind with yourself and not judging yourself for having to make a change. It is totally okay. We have to really have compassion for ourselves and for others. And this is where I often find there's this big line in the road, right? Is where I will have vegans either email me or send me a message and be like, I can't believe that you're eating, you know, chicken or whatever it is. And then like they go off on this really big rant about animal rights and whatnot. And it's really disappointing when especially somebody doesn't know my health history. Nobody can tell me and nobody can tell you that you're doing something wrong, right? If you come to me and now you need support because you're not feeling good, well, then now, of course, that's where I'm going to show up and and help support you in that. But if you didn't ask for that information, it's not for me to tell you what you should or should not be doing. And so if we have all of this compassion for animals, that's wonderful. But where's our compassion for human beings, right? To go online and to to point the finger at somebody and to really, really negatively bash them is not okay. If you have that compassion for animals, let's really lend that compassion to human beings as well. We are all going through our own journeys. We all have our own ups and downs and our own breakdowns. And 
if we can just be there to support each other and hold space without that judgment, then, you know, that alone is going to be healing in itself. So regardless, you know, vegan, vegetarian, raw food, whatever it is, at the end of the day, you just got to experiment and see what works for you and what doesn't. And it can just be quite a process of figuring it out. So really have patience with yourself and do not get caught up in the diet dogma. One of the things that I have noticed, we had an interview a couple of months back. It was about PCOS and our guest was speaking about the vegan diet and how you know veganism was the solution to PCOS. I'll be honest, I should have cut that part out. I really should have cut it out of the episode because telling people with this blanket statement that that is the approach is not okay. And I've worked with women in the past 15 years and some of them are vegan and do great with their PCOS and others don't. So it is all bio-individual. And we have many women that go through our one-on-one weight loss program who have a lot of issues with you know PCOS and hormones And it's different. Some are doing more plant-based and they're doing great and others are including animal products and they're also doing great. Healing can come in many different forms, but this is why at the end of the day, it really comes down to experimentation and it also comes down to finding a practitioner who can best guide you because sometimes we just can't figure it out on our own. So I always tell my clients when they come on board and they're working with me and they're working with you know our other coaches that they have to make a promise to me and to themselves that they're not going to go on Google and do all this research or go on Instagram and search up all these people and different influencers or whatever and like get all this conflicting, confusing information coming in. If you're coming in and you're working with me and my team, you are going to trust in what we provide for you and you're going to follow that protocol through and through, because that is the only way you're going to know whether something is working for you or not. And then we can modify as we go along. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that answers the question. It was a long-winded answer to your question, Emily, but I can relate even as a nutritionist. Oh my God, like the amount of information and research and all this information that comes out all the time, it can be really overwhelming to kind of shift through all of the information and all the data. And Sometimes it gets confusing for us just as it does for you. So I appreciate you asking that question and submitting it. And at the end of the day, I just really want you to intuitively connect to yourself and do what feels right for you, not based on what somebody might be saying or being worried about being judged. You got to do you. Okay, next question comes in from Caroline. And her question is, I've been having irregular cycles. I also have hypothyroidism. Could this be linked? Yes, absolutely. It could be linked. So, you know, hypothyroidism and the menstrual cycle are very intimately tied together. So the thyroid hormone isn't a sex hormone, but it does play a key role in keeping your period regular. So when you think about your thyroid, most of us think about metabolism, right? The thyroid governs the metabolism in our body, how we burn fat, how we lose weight, right? It plays a role in that metabolic process. But your thyroid also governs the metabolism of your ovaries as well. So not just metabolism from a weight loss, weight loss or weight gain standpoint, but also it governs that metabolism of your ovaries. So 
You know, if you have hypothyroidism, so too little thyroid hormone, or even if you have hyperthyroidism, too much thyroid hormone, both of these can contribute to irregular periods, even missed periods, and just a whole host of period problems in general and symptoms. So every cell in your body needs thyroid hormone, including your brain and your ovaries. It's really essential for follicle development in the ovary, which is a very necessary step in ovulation. And your thyroid hormone is also involved in the brain hormone signaling to the ovaries. And this is essential because that communication and that signaling is what is essential to having a healthy menstrual cycle. So if there's a brain ovarian miscommunication going on, like if that communication is disrupted or interrupted somehow, then the ovaries are basically going to be unable to ovulate. And then this might lead to having an irregular cycle. So the first step is that you want to really look at your thyroid. Now you said in your question that you do have hypothyroidism. So number one, you really want to make sure that you are getting your thyroid tested and you're getting a full panel. So you're testing your TSH, your free T4, your free T3, your reverse T3, as well as your autoimmune antibodies. So your anti-TPO and your anti-TG. So this is what you want to test for your thyroid. And then you want to work with a practitioner, myself, somebody on my team who can really review these labs and actually help you to understand where you are in the range and then what needs to actually be addressed, right? So just getting your TSH tested is not giving you a full picture of what's going on with your thyroid. So you wanna make sure you get that testing, that is your first step, and then working with a practitioner who can really look at that test, those tests, and really assess you know, where you might need the support. And so, When it comes to healing your thyroid, actually, there is another question that was submitted about the thyroid. So I'll wait to get to that question before I dive into, you know, healing your thyroid. So number one, get your thyroid panel tested and then work with a practitioner who can really help you to assess that. Okay. The third question. Yes. The third question. Okay. You know what? Why don't we just dive into the thyroid question right now? That just makes the most sense. Okay. Since we're talking about thyroid. So this is a question that comes in from May and it really ties into this other question about hypothyroid. So her question is, my doctor has had me on Synthroid for almost 12 years. I have never had my full thyroid panel tested. And after listening to your podcast, I now recognize the importance of this and how it has been missed. What else do I need to consider to help support my thyroid? Even being on Synthroid, my numbers don't seem to be improving that much. And as I'm getting older, I feel more tired, more restless, and I'm gaining weight. Okay, so great question. Synthroid, for those of you who are listening and who may not know, Synthroid is a synthetic form of your thyroid hormone. And many women do better on something like natural desiccated thyroid or armor, which is more of a bioidentical hormone for your thyroid. So I take NDT, natural desiccated thyroid, and that's a combination of T4 and T3. Whereas something like Synthroid or Levothyroxine, which is typically prescribed for those who have hypothyroidism, those only provide you with T4 and it's synthetic. So T3 is your active thyroid hormone. So obviously, if you're taking only T4, and you're not getting that T3, you're only going to feel so good for so long, right? 
And this is why having a combination of T4 and T3 works so much better because you're getting that active thyroid hormone, which is what we actually need. So number one, you do want to get your thyroid tested so you can really get a clear picture of what's going on here. If you are on Synthroid, anyone that's listening to this, if you're on Synthroid or Levothyroxine, same thing, get your thyroid panel tested, the full panel, okay? All of those tests, not just one or two, you need the whole thing. And then work with a practitioner who can actually prescribe you NDT or Armour or whatever they're called, because there's so many different names for them based on where you're located, like whether you're in the US or Canada. So, you know, my naturopath, she can prescribe NDT. And it's been amazing for me because, you know, my T3 was really quite low. And so taking the combination of T4 and T3 has, has really been huge for me. So, you really want to work alongside, you know, with your doctor and your practitioner to get you on the right medication. And that's what's really, really important is number one, figuring out what medication is right for you. And I should also mention that if Synthroid or Levothyroxine is the right medication for you, then that is okay. That is okay. There is nothing wrong with taking that medication if you actually feel amazing on it. Sometimes it just really takes like having to test and experiment with some other medications or brands and products to really see where you feel best. So there's no like one answer here. You know, you have to figure out specifically when it comes to medication, like there's no one solution. You might have to do a little bit of experimenting with different brands and different dosages to really see what works best for you. And then keeping check of your thyroid panel and constantly monitoring that to see what's improving. So that's the first step when it comes to really supporting your thyroid. And now, you know, part of your question was, what other things do you need to consider to help support your thyroid? So it's important to look at all these different areas that impact your thyroid. So there are five really major root causes to consider when trying to figure out an imbalance in your body. And this isn't just for your thyroid, but for your body and your hormones overall. So areas that you really want to look at are heavy metals, right? So that could be a huge one. Mercury toxicity, cadmium, arsenic, like doing a heavy metal test, that would be really important. And heavy metals are often very much linked to estrogen dominance as well. So heavy metals is is a major root cause. Stealth and latent infections. So maybe you have Lyme's disease, Epstein-Barr virus. Maybe there's some really latent viral infections going on or mold or parasites or something that needs much deeper healing and testing for. Environmental toxicities, so plastics, pesticides, petroleum, right? All of these things in our environment. Now, some of it we can avoid and some of it we can't. The things we can avoid are what we use in our everyday home. So things like the cleaning products you use in your house or the skincare that you're using with your body and you know your beauty care regimen. All of those products, you can swap those out for something more natural and something clean and organic and does not have an impact on your hormones and isn't full of toxicity. So that's a really easy one. You know, as many of you know, like I use a lot of doTERRA products. I make my own cleaning products with doTERRA. I use a lot of different oils for my skin and everything that I use is natural. And I clean my house in oils, my skincare with oils, bug repellents I make with all my essential oils. There's so many different things that I do with essential oils. And so for anybody who feels like 
that's the path they want to get started on and they want to start cleaning up the toxins in their life and your beauty care and your household cleaning products, it's an amazing place to start. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. You know, Send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca. If you've been curious about diving into oils and you want to get a kit, I can help guide you through that and really help spend time with you on a call to go through how you can implement all these oils and how you can reduce toxicity in your life and really support just detoxification overall. So Environmental toxicities are, you know, a really big one. Plastics, if you're drinking your water still out of a plastic bottle, that's something you want to switch up for sure. Being conscious of your food and organics and local and are you eating food that's heavily sprayed with pesticides, herbicides, insecticides? Are you eating, you know, foods that have a lot of antibiotic and hormones in them? These are things we want to be conscious of from an environmental perspective. And then Emotional trauma and chronic stress. This is a really big one, and it's a major root cause for imbalances in the body and for thyroid. So especially with the thyroid, your thyroid gland is right by your voice box. And oftentimes I'm finding there's a lot of emotional trauma with women who feel like they weren't able to express themselves and really vocalize themselves over the years and have really had a hard time speaking their truth, right? So this might be an area that you really want to explore with your thyroid. Chronic stress is a really, really big one. And one of the biggest things I see is women waking up every day, going to a job that they absolutely hate, being with people that they don't enjoy being around, arguing with their boss all day long, and then going home. And that job every single day, five days a week, 40 hours a week or more, times 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that is a long time of being miserable and it leads to breakdown and it leads to stress. It leads to disease. It leads to unhappiness. It's robbing you of your joy. This is such an important area that we need to look at and listen. I get it. It's easier said than done. You can't just get up and walk out from your job. Maybe some of you can, but your job makes up a very, very large percentage of your life. And it's also one of the reasons why people get sick because they are miserable day in and day out and going to a job doing something that they hate and they're even they're not being able to really utilize their creative gifts and their creative energy. So definitely an area to look at. And then lastly, you know, nutrient deficiencies. This is a big one too. So if you have any nutrient deficiencies going on, you really want to either do testing for this. I can see a ton of nutrient deficiencies just by, like I run a metabolic panel with my clients when we work together one-on-one and I can see if you know liver enzymes are off or if the inflammation is high, I can already tell what nutrients that they definitely need from there. Just looking at somebody's food journal and what they're eating, you can tell you know what nutrients that they really need and they're deficient in and what we need to replenish. So these are really five different areas and five major root causes that you want to look at to support your thyroid and to support your health and your body overall. So I'm just going to list them out really quickly again. So heavy metals, stealth and latent infections, environmental toxicities, emotional trauma and chronic stress, and nutrient deficiencies. So these are the areas you want to look at. It might mean your next step is to do a heavy metal test. Maybe it means you need to eliminate some of the toxins in your lifestyle from your cleaning products or your beauty care. You know, maybe it means you need to 
do some further testing for like stealth infections, or there might be some viral or infections going on or a parasite or something. So these are the root causes you really want to look at. And starting to dive into each of these areas is really going to bring about healing in a much faster and more efficient way. So I really hope that helps to answer your question. And, you know, just supporting the thyroid overall, like, yes, those are some root causes we want to look at. But Number one, making sure you're on the right medication or supplementation and addressing your adrenals and your stress, which is one of the root causes, right? And your diet, right? Making sure you are eating an anti-inflammatory whole foods diet, that alone is going to make the biggest impact. Okay, so the last question comes in from Cassidy. Her question is, I found out I have multiple fibroids. What can I do to help shrink them if at all possible? Okay, this is a great question. So many women are dealing with fibroids and you know, roughly 70% of women will get fibroids by the age of 50 and many of the times I get questions like, are my hormones causing me to get fibroids? Well, yes, they absolutely are. There is a hormonal connection to your fibroids. And basically, you know, by our mid to late 30s, our progesterone starts to decline and it's offsetting the balance of estrogen. And then we have environmental factors to tack onto that, which can cause a lot of overload and toxicity with our liver, right? Our liver is our main detoxifying organ. And our liver has to detoxify out all of the toxins that we're exposed to. And if the liver is kind of sluggish and backed up, well, it's going to have a hard time eliminating the estrogen in our body. And if we've got this estrogen dominance, this estrogen buildup, this can often be a sign of, you know, fibroids. And so what you have to really keep in mind here is that number one, fibroids are a symptom. They're not a root cause. So There have been some women who I've worked with in my practice who have had incredibly large fibroids. And listen, it's completely impacting their cycle, their quality of life, and surgery may be required, okay? But no matter how big or small your fibroids are, you always, always, always want to address the root cause. Because even if you have surgery and you remove the fibroids, that surgery isn't addressing why you got the fibroids in the first place. So number one, it's recognizing that fibroids are a symptom of something else going on in the body, something deeper going on in the body. Number two, you want to look at excess estrogens, like I mentioned, right? So there are many reasons for having excess estrogen and estrogen dominance. So number one, if you have a lot of gut issues going on and digestive issues and you're constipated, you are not eliminating your estrogen effectively. It is so, 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 so important, which we talked about on last week's episode, to be pooping every single day because that is how you are going to eliminate excess estrogen, okay? And then copper excess, this is a really big one. Many homes have copper piping and that copper piping, like especially if you're, you know, drinking water, tap water or or anything from that, you're getting excess copper into your diet, into your body, and that can actually throw off your estrogen and it can lead to higher estrogen levels. And then if you have low progesterone, low progesterone can sometimes cause your estrogen to go up. So having higher estrogen in relation to progesterone. So one of the supplements that I absolutely recommend is Brocco Protect. 
I've spoken about it before. It's a product from Designs for Health. It helps to upregulate phase two liver detoxification of estrogen. And you can get it over on our shop page. In fact, all of our supplements right now are 10% off until August 2nd. So if you go to shop.holisticwellness.ca, you can enter the code SAVE10 at checkout to save 10% off any of the supplements. So Brocco Protect is wonderful because like I said, it really helps with that phase two liver detoxification of estrogen. So if you are experiencing issues like PCOS and fibroids or just estrogen dominance, then Brocco Protect is going to be really, really wonderful for you. If you have really heavy, painful periods, if you have breast tenderness, if you're carrying more like excess weight in your abdominal area and hips, which can oftentimes be associated with estrogen dominance, then you can try something like Brocco Protect. The other thing to keep in mind here, especially when it comes to progesterone levels, is that If you are kind of like doing all of these things and incorporating, you know, nutrition and supplements and trying to do all these things to support your hormones, but you're feeling like nothing is improving, especially if you're testing your hormones and you're seeing that there's no improvement in your hormone levels, stress is one of the things that you got to look at because it is 1000% a part of this big picture here. Because if you got a lot of chronic stress going on, your cortisol, which is the hormone related released in response to stress, when you have this chronic cortisol, this chronic stress going on, it will consume your progesterone. And then you'll have lower amounts of progesterone and higher amounts of estrogen. So this is definitely one of the root causes that you want to look at. Maybe this means diving into doing a Dutch test. You can actually see what your hormone profile is like. The other thing is sleep. Focus on your sleep because sleep and stress go hand in hand. If you are chronically stressed, you are probably not getting good enough sleep, deep quality sleep. And if you're not sleeping, you're not healing. And women are statistically proven to be sleep deprived. So if you are like putting Netflix on at night on your phone or your iPad and you're like lying in bed at night, this has to stop. This can no longer be a habit that you continue to do because the blue light coming in from these devices is going to mess up your circadian rhythm and your melatonin production, which is so important for your sleep. It's actually going to put you in this like very hyper-reactive fight and flight state. So you really want to be conscious about your TV use, the time that you're watching TV, your phone use, you know, iPad, whatever device you're using. I never take my phone into my bedroom. Never, never. We do not have phones in our room. That is like kind of like one of our house rules. So we don't have phones in the bedroom. Gaytan uses an alarm to get up in the morning, but he typically wakes up before the alarm goes off anyway. We really try to focus on waking up naturally without any type of alarm clock. So the only time I will use my phone for an alarm is if, you know, like if I'm heading to the airport, like I have to catch a flight or something like that. And I have to be up really early. And if there's something that's like really changed in my routine where I got to be up at a different time than than normal, then that's when I might use an alarm clock and use my phone to just wake me up. So for example, these last two days, I was at an event. My schedule, you know, was a little bit different than usual. And I had to make sure I was really up. I was up early and had to make it over to the event and walk over there. So I used my alarm for those two days on my phone. But otherwise, if you're using your phone as your alarm clock, it's probably causing you to reach for your phone first thing in the morning to like check social media or check emails. That is not how you want to start your day. You're starting your day in fight and flight, which is the last thing you want to do. So 
keep the phone out of your room, go buy a like $6 alarm clock if that's the case. So no excuses there if you tell me, but I use it as my alarm clock, go buy an alarm clock. And just be really conscious of like how you're using your devices. And if you're, if you feel like sitting in front of Netflix is how you're sort of dealing with your stress and kind of, you know, knocking yourself out from your busy day, then you got to really rethink that because watching Netflix is not how to de-stress and it's also impacting your circadian rhythm and impacting your deep sleep. So maybe you want to incorporate some meditation at night or you want to read at night. Exercise is really wonderful during the day. It can really help to support your circadian rhythms and your cortisol, and it can lead to much better sleep. So that's definitely an area that you want to look at. So your sleep, your estrogen dominance, and just your hormone profile overall, these can definitely be symptoms and root causes for fibroids. And you know, like I mentioned earlier with your thyroid, right? I mentioned that there are often these root causes, heavy metals and environmental toxicities, stealth infections, nutrient deficiencies, you know, chronic stress, all of this plays a role. And in your case, Cassidy, you know, these all might be attributed to why you have fibroids. So you got to do a little bit more digging there. And maybe the next step is to, like I said earlier, get a Dutch test, see what's really going on with your hormone profile. And also look at digestion, look at gut health. Are you actually pooping at least once a day? Because if you're not, like I said, you are storing your estrogens and you are basically retoxing your body. So you make sure that you are increasing your water intake and so that it can help to flush things out of your body. If you are increasing your fiber intake, then super important to increase your water intake because it can definitely back you up, right? So increase your fiber intake, up those vegetables, decrease the amount of refined carbohydrates that you're eating and your vegetables, your greens, your leafy veggies, you know, this should make up at least 50% of your plate. And you might need to take like a fiber supplement if you find you're constipated. So anybody who's listening who is dealing with constipation, yes, you want to increase your water and yes, you want to increase your fiber intake from fruits and vegetables, but it might mean actually taking a fiber supplement to really help further support that. So pooping, so important because it will help eliminate that excess estrogen, which oftentimes is linked to fibroids. Okay, so... Those were all our questions for today. Thanks everybody for submitting them. And I really hope that it helped to provide you guys with some insights and some strategies and tools that you're going to go implement. And I'd love to hear from you guys. Come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. If you have other questions that you'd like me to address on a future episode, then please share those with me. And if you haven't left us a rating and a review over on iTunes or whichever platform you listen to us on, we love them. I read all of them and they mean so much to me. And it's so great knowing that we're making an impact on your health and your life and your hormones. So thanks everyone for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer and have an epic August. I'll be back in September sharing with you guys more info, more guest experts, and more strategies to living your best life. Thanks, everyone. I will chat with you in a couple of weeks. You've got 71 episodes now that you can go back and binge listen to. So if you're a new listener, don't worry. Lots of episodes that you can go back and listen to, and we'll be back in a few short weeks. Chat with you all really, really soon. Enjoy the amazing hot summer months. Get outside, get in nature, get that sunshine. It's so rejuvenating. 
And I really wish you all an epic summer. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Chat with you all really soon.